This is Running Free with JH. I am JH. This is going to be called Week in Review when it comes to the running. I was thinking about this after I started the podcast on episode one, since it's episode two. What can I do to help myself learn as I go along and actually put the information that I have experienced as I go forward in the next um, year or so, or the coming weeks and months? I try to do this basically on my own through Instagram with the pictures every single day and basically give my timeline analysis of what I've been doing. Um, so what, what I've only been doing is I take a picture of myself after I run. I have comments on how I'm feeling, what's going through my mind at the time, you know, how long I, how long I ran, the time, the distance, and the speed. And it's been very helpful. And what I did last year and the year before when I started doing the whole running free with JH topic basically i i started recording my thoughts i put my my phone up to my my face just started rambling thoughts and it's not a bad way of doing it however it's not very cohesive i thought as well as what i've noticed my my thoughts are all over the place so i'm trying to condense it to something that's going to make it more sense in my brain it makes sense because it's me thinking about it but if anyone listens to these maybe nobody will i'm not sure but for me, I thought this would be a great way, just like with the Instagram posts on Facebook and Tumblr and Twitter, it was a way for me to look back on what I've done, accomplishments, how far I've come, progression, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is another way for me to do that, like listen to my thoughts going back, almost like having a dictaphone talking into it and listen back on your thoughts. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> this week, uh, today is December 8th, 2018. And I'm about, I want to say, seven days in. So Sunday marked the first day. Of, so that was December 2nd. So I'm basically, yeah, day seven into this. Basically, I'm trying to go from December 2nd all the way to Christmas Day. No days off. That's no days off of running, no days off of working out. And when I say working out, that means sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups. So basically, I do one day, I do all the pull-up workout. It lasts a good 20 minutes. And the push-up workout was about the same thing. It's, diff- it's different positions, different Different positions, you know, if it's push-ups, you do wide, you do diamonds, you do regular. You know, you have one arms, you can get in there. Uh, pull-ups, same thing. You have uh, fa- hands facing away from you, which, which is basically your palms facing away from you, palms facing towards you. Uh, you have dips in there. And I started doing it where it's every other day, where you do pull-ups one day and push-ups the next day. And I noticed that actually it's actually better. It's almost like you're doing backs one day and then legs one day and then maybe arms, chest another day, or however the bodybuilders do it. I'm not a bodybuilder, so I haven't really done that kind of thing. But I attached that type of concept. Ever since I read the book with Schwarzenegger on bodybuilding, and he explained how it actually works with supersets and doing regulars and how you have to switch your days up in order to actually get a full workout and recovery. It was very helpful and going forward. And I think I may do a podcast on actual – or an episode basically on – how I came up with my workout routine. But today I just want to focus on this past week. And this was, so going forward, I'm going to do once a week where it'll be all about this week and review, basically. So day seven, I feel great. Uh, what I started doing differently, so when I first started running back after my time in um, rehab and time, of, I had about what three, four months roughly of no running at all, not eating very healthy and all that stuff. I basically started on it was September 1st, so so we're just over three months in now. September, October, November, December. Yeah, so just over three months now, about 100 days in roughly. And I went from being able to not run at all because it was 
months and months of no running at all to where I am today. And that first run was not very fun, but it was very awesome to be out there and actually doing it. Legs hurt. Legs, legs hurt. They burned. Leg, arms were okay. But the lungs, wow. You know you're really out of shape when you can't breathe. And it's not like you can't breathe because you're running too fast. It's like you're not used to taking that oxygen in. And not doing some things for months didn't really help. <laughs> but it was very a good experience to come back. Now, fast forward almost three months now. It's about 100 days. I am now – the first run was 10 minutes barely. And I tried to push as close as I could to get to that eight-minute mile pace, and I never really got there. It was mostly 820s, 830s, roughly. I have to look back in my Instagram feed or my um, my spreadsheet on where I was in that day, but it was not under eight. It was like slower than eight minutes. That's basically where it was at. Now today, yesterday was my fast day. Today was a recovery day, but yesterday I ran a 641-minute mile pace. So three months later, we're doing fantastic. And how, how did I get there? And basically, I did was I took my things I've learned over the years. And as future podcasts go, I'll explain how I came up with this idea and how I have a new way of looking at running, which I have not seen anyone in the world do. I've talked to a lot of people. I've talked to experts uh, throughout my time. I've read books and all these different things I've taken in with media to, to explain where I came up with my brain. I'll explain that in a future episode. But basically, what I started doing was I said, okay. I'm going to take two fast days and a recovery day because I've noticed that years ago when I first started running back in my military days, I ran the same speed. I pushed as hard as I could until I couldn't go every single day, nonstop. Only time I didn't run was days I took off. I didn't run at all and didn't help. However, the good thing that happened with those runs was I got better. But as everybody knows that the faster you get, the more you tear down your body, right? And the muscles need recovery. I would never take that. So I took a six-month program where I actually lost all my weight. So I was close to, up to almost 300 pounds at one point when I was wearing large, regular camis before they went to digitals. And I now can wear a small, regular – actually, I can even go even further down if I wanted to. It a little tight, but I could probably go to an extra small, regular if I really wanted to try nowadays. But it was at a large, regular where, where the actual buttons, because they don't zip. The new ones zip in the Army, but the old ones didn't zip. They are just buttons, and they were busting at the seams. That's how tight they were. To the point where they thought about I should get an extra large regular, but I didn't get that. Anyway, when I was when I was, when I did my first my first deployment and I decided to actually lose all the weight, I ran every day, took one day off because I, I read somewhere I should take a day off. That's the only reason I did it. I ran the same pace, just go fast. There was no Garmin's back then. At least at least I didn't know if there was. I just ran. I ran, 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 and I ran twice a day. I ran in the morning and I ran at night, twice a day, running six days a week. And I tell you, I was exhausted. But anyway, what I learned in that whole process was you need your recovery. And so I started this whole process in, in September 2018, September 1st of this year. I want to do two days fast. So I do push, push. And then the third day will be easy. I mean, very slow. Two, three-minute mile pace slower than what you're doing for pushing fast. So if I was doing eight-minute mile pace, I got to bring it down to 10-minute mile pace or 11 minute mile pace, nice and easy. And mostly I don't really focus on the watch on the, on the easy days, I mostly just feel how my body feels. So if I need to go a little slower, my body will go slower. I try to focus on what my body feels. On the days I'm pushing faster, I do focus on what my body's feeling, but I still try to push that time because that's the goal is the time. So there's a fine line between pushing the goal and also 
and also seeing what your body does because your body will tell you if something's wrong or not. Uh, it's, a too, it's a little too fast. Let's ease off the gas a little bit. Something's going wrong here. So you have to listen to your body. So doing that for about three months, two days fast, one day slow. And every once in a while, I do two, two slow days in, in, in there, back to back. I take a day off every once in a while and go that. So starting at the beginning of this week, because when I got to the point of under seven mile pace, I noticed that you're getting too, too fast because I wasn't doing any warm-ups. I was just going. I just I warm up before I do my stretches beforehand, get ready. My muscles, I'm all warmed up, but I didn't do any laps or anything to get my body real warmed up. Like some people do a mile or two warm up, but then they go to the track. I wasn't doing any of that because I just didn't want to. For one, I have a time crunch. I mean, I have a job. I have a, I have a regular job I have to go to, so I didn't do that. And so what I did was I would just go for the run. And my goal I first started out was four miles. I had the fifth one. Eventually, I had to the sixth mile. And I didn't want to do seven, eight because I was pushing at a fast pace and I wanted to complete the run. And then I don't know if anybody out there has experienced this like I have, but there are times when you're starting to run and you're feeling really bad at mile three and you know you have four miles to go and thinking, crap, that's another four, four 30 minutes, maybe 35, depending on how fast, uh, fast your miles are. Maybe it's slow. Maybe even mile, mile pace for you is very, very fast. And you do that for four miles, that's 32 minutes. And if it's five more miles, that's, that's almost 40. It's, it can get mentally in, in, in your head. So what I decided to do was to take it up to six and not going past that. Now I, I feel like I want to add another mile to my miles because if I'm doing one day off and I'm only running, say, six miles a day, six times six is 36. So I'm doing 36 miles a week with one day off. That's not really much. So I was like, if I added a seventh day with no day rest, okay, I add another six miles. It gives me just over 40 but still not much. I was like, so that's extra seventh mile, a seventh an extra mile given seven days a week, seven times seven, you know, 49. And then if you do seven times six, it gives you a little bit more. It just, that's what I'm, that's what goes to my brain when, I, when I'm doing these runs and I'm thinking about the future. I kind of compare because I know it's my sweet spot. I've learned is between 40 and 60 miles. Sometimes I hit the 70 miles. That's where it goes. I have never run past 80 miles in a week before. Maybe one day when I really get really into this in about another eight months, I'll have to start doing that. These elite people that do 120, 130 miles a week, they say it's awesome for you. Right now, I'm seeing a different aspect of that, a different reasoning why that, that is not working for me. This is the point. At least, at least at this time, it's not as helpful. I'm noticing that when I run between 40 and 50, I see better results than if I run 25 miles or 30 miles. When I've gotten to 60 and 70, when I ran my first marathon, I saw real strides because I was doing eight mile tempos that I was at that point um, warming up two miles, running eight, then warming down two miles. So those that miles add up. So eventually you get to 80 miles in a week. So that can happen. So going back to what we're talking about, two days fast, one day slow. And that's how it kind of worked. But this week we started something new. I said, okay, let's do this. So we started on this December 2nd, which was, I said, I do pull-ups today, and then next day I do push-ups, then next day I do pull-ups, then next day I do push-ups, right? I'm doing that all the way to Christmas Day. So that's going to give me 23 days in a row, no days off for pull-ups and push-ups every other day, right? Now, I'm doing the same thing with running, except I started the, day, the Sunday of December 2nd of doing an easy run. Okay, get my legs ready. Okay, let's get ready. Let's go, right? And then Monday morning, bam, let's hit it. So Monday on December 3rd, I hit it with fast. And then same thing happened on Wednesday on December 5th, fast. And same thing happened yesterday on December 7th was fast. Days in between, which was uh, the 2nd, the 4th, and the 
the sixth, which is which was which was Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. They were I call them recovery days or easy days. One thing I did notice this week, which I thought was very interesting, but I didn't really know what was going to happen, was the pace didn't get hard. I noticed the pace got easier. The fast paces got easier. And the, and the recovery or even the slow days got easier. That's one thing I thought was very interesting. I'm like, wow, the pace I was running back September is now my easy pace. Or it's recovery pace. So I'm just kind of running around going, do, 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 do. And it's very interesting. Because I think people have in their mind that you should just be able to run. Like, like we walk every day. If I walk two miles every day, I should I walk two miles every day. Well, I don't need to recover from that. But I think people forget to don't remember to, to people don't at least in my opinion, when I was going through this first, I didn't realize that you need recovery. Like why? I slept at night, I'm eating healthy, I got my protein shake going. Why should I need a day off or two? Not not, not saying like day off you don't run at all, but like why do you need to run slower? What happens? But i it was so crazy when I learned that the benefits are being are outrageously awesome <laughs> now that i've done two three days of fast the the best basically the times have dropped i've gone from running six around 650s now i'm down to 641s right and three different of these it's like wow i'm impressed i can't believe this is happening that's kind of what's going on in my brain so i'm doing my two mile warm-up basically roughly around 17, 18 minutes, nice and easy. I don't really care about the time how long it takes to warm up. If I did it in 22 minutes, so be it. If I did it in 15 minutes, so be it. It's whatever my body feels and you let the body go, right? And that's what I was doing. But those next four to five miles, I'm giving myself a say, let's do this. The goal was four miles and then we just see how long we can hold on to the fifth mile. So what I've been doing with that is by the end of three and a half miles in, okay, so the four miles right around the corner, let's just go for it. And I just start going, which means... I'm dropping down probably two or three minute mile pace and just seeing how my legs go. And I don't know if you guys know, but when you start getting ready to go faster and faster, it takes a little while for your body to get into gear. It might take about a minute or so to drop the pace and it just goes go. It doesn't just take off and go like a car. It takes your body to get going. At least mine does. So after a minute, I'm, I'm in the zone. I just start going, going, going. And when I hit the fourth mile mark, I feel great. And then I say, okay, how long can I hold this for? And that's when I started doing. So the last two times I, I tried this whole going faster and holding on after four miles, I lasted about four and a half. Now there's a question in my mind that this maybe could have, I could have got hold on longer, but I was definitely like almost six, seven minute mile pace faster than when I was in the previous mile. And I could have probably hold it. But then it makes me wonder, did I run fast enough? And I start questioning, <laughs> should I run faster the mile previous? It's something to think about, and that's something I will keep adjusting as time goes on. But that's kind of where my brain was at that point in these past two, couple couple runs this week on, on the fast days. I am going to think about hitting, try to get to the fifth mile on the next run, which is tomorrow morning, which is going to be Sunday for me, December 9th. Right now, I am actually very happy with the way everything went this week. I'm basically down the first week. I have two more full weeks and a couple days into the, the third week where it's going to be Christmas Day, because Christmas Day this year is on a Tuesday, which I think is very interesting, but I'm having good times with it. So a little recap of what's going on right now is testing this whole new theory out right now when it comes to my running. I'm doing one fast day, and the next day I'm doing an easy day slash recovery. 
active recovery is what I call it. Some people call it recovery days where you do nothing and it's kind of just recovery. This could be just lounging around, slow walking, nothing too strenuous. Active recovery is when you actually do the same activity, but you do it at a lower intensity. So that's what I decided to do. I'm going to do lower intensity, a recovery run slash easy run. I'm, co- I'm kind of putting the recovery run, easy run in the same mix, depending on how my body feels. If I want to go slower, I go slower. If not, if not. And I'm testing to see if my theory is correct that you can still make good gains What happened to do three, four, five-minute mile pace slower or running, not running at all. That's kind of my theory right now that you can do this. And right now, so I ran yesterday at 6.41 mile pace. So six minutes and 41 seconds per mile for four and a half miles, right? The goal by December 25th right now, so the 25th right now, is roughly 18. Actually, it started today. It's now 17 days away. The goal is to break under 6 minutes and 30 seconds. So I need to be at roughly 6.29 in the next 17 days, two weeks. Now, the theory I have on why this is possible is (laughs) it's kind of funny. It makes me laugh and think about it because no one's talking about this. It just drives my mind that no one wants to talk about this. You have... Roughly, your your elites out there running, they have two fast days, a long run in there, and then possibly a day off completely, and then you have every other run in there is easy, an active recovery run, an easy run, or whatever. That's usually what it is. You know, most of them will do their long runs on Saturday or Sunday, then Monday or Tuesday with their first track workout, then they might have a day, and then next track workout, or they might take two days and have a track workout, and then the weekend. So you have two fast days, then you have that long run. That long run could could kind of be a fast day. But some people use it as a, a slower fast day, but just longer. Some people just use it just as a, a slow long run or do some kind of different work for that long run, different ways to do long run. That's what I've seen with most elites and most training programs. What I'm, what I'm suggesting is, okay, since before you only do two, two fast days for the long run. So in four weeks, it's only eight fast days you do in four weeks and some long of recovery time in there. What I'm proposing is in, within 14 days, right, I'm doing seven fast days. That's two months worth, just about in two weeks, which is, which is crazy. If you think about on paper, if you look at it going, that's insane because you don't have enough recovery. You might push something too hard. You might break something, but that's my theory that I can do that. So 14 days, every other day you do fast. And then the days you're not running fast, you're doing slow. So I'm doing fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, alternate every other day, right? It's alternating it. And so far, it's working. Now I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep watching my body. I'm gonna keep feeling it and see if things are going going better, going worse. If I have to ease up, but so far, all I'm seeing right now is this, the recovery run, slow runs, are going are feeling easy, but the times are going faster without me trying. And then the same thing is happening with the fast days. I'm just saying, okay, let's go. Let's go the same effort feel because you know what effort feels, right? As you become a runner, you start feeling what a certain effort feels like. I'm not saying like, okay, this feels like a seven-minute mile pace. This feels like a ten-minute mile pace. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you feel an effort where I can hold this, but if I I know from much experience in the past six months that if I hold this pace at this intensity that I'm feeling right now, I'm only gonna be able to last another mile or two. That's the feeling I'm talking about. And I'm noticing that feeling is faster on the watch than it was at the beginning of the week when I first started this whole process. It'd be amazing to see what happens when I talk to you guys about the week in review next week. But that's kind of where I am at right now at this week. And I'm very, very actually happy with everything, very excited. And um, I would love to hear from you guys if there's people out there. Like I said, 
no one might ever hear this. I might be listening to this myself. My children might hear this going forward. My grandkids be able to see, hear what's going through my mind right now. All, all I know is I have a theory right now that I've had for a couple of years and I've had people tell me I'm insane for trying it, that you're going to get hurt. No one can do this, that you can go from not being able to run at all, months and months and months, no running to Olympic athletic, Olympic athletic caliber within 18 months or quicker, or maybe around 18 months to 24 months and be the best in the world. I really think it's possible. And I think that a lot of the people out there that are elite athletes are doing their, what, their, what works for them. And like, I've always thought about it. When I listen to Gary Vee on his podcast, listen to Joe Rogan, um, which is what happens to me. I listen to some podcasts out there because that's what we do. We try to get good media out there. I like podcasts a lot because that's what helps me. I listen to them when I'm stretching a lot. So I have, my stretching takes about 45 minutes every morning. That's the first thing I do, top to bottom. I hit every muscle group that I need for a minute. I'm listening to podcasts. And I do it on two times speed, which you can get used to that if you you train your train your brain. You you put the podcast on, start with um, a regular page, and add two point five. You can do that on YouTube. You can do it on the podcast on iTunes. You can do the same thing on Google. Um, I have I have an I have an iPhone, so it's a little different from how the other phones work on Android. But you can you can same thing with Audible. You can actually take your listening speed and speed it up. And I first started with the little one, and then I added more and more and more, and now I'm at two, to the point where I can actually go further if I wanted to, except the systems I have won't let me to. Well, maybe one day it will, but now it won't happen. But that's what I do. So I listen to podcasts. And so in my 45 minutes, I'm able to listen to an hour and a half podcast every single day when I, when, I, when I actually start running, right, in the morning. And then you have to cool down, right, stretch down. I do the same thing. So I'm listening. So I have, to, I have about two hours of podcast listening a day. I listen to all these good people. And one thing I, I keep hearing from people is you do you. And I really like that. So I decided that a couple of years ago, I'm going to do me. And I still had emotions from my past, which one podcast I'm like, I'll get into explaining what happened and why I have the things I have in my brain, things that I have in my thoughts and wh- why I'm at where I am today. But do you do you. And so I don't knock on all these Olympic athletes or these people who are sponsored and are professional athletes. I don't knock them. I just think there's, a, there's another way. And this is me documenting the other way that I think is out there that no one's talking about, which is why I also think that if people did this idea that I'm talking about for the Breaking 2, that within a year from now, those elite Kenyan runners, actually, no, um, some of them probably come if it wasn't for money and these people that are running these races, that they, they're in the situation they're in, that's why they can't break two hours. I think they could. I think the, the two-hour barrier could break down easily to one hour and 55 minutes within two years from now. If they said, today we're going to do it, and two years from now is our date, let's get going, I bet you they could drop it to below five minutes below the two-hour barrier easily. Um, not, not easily as in like this is an easy piece of cake, but it can be done quicker than everyone thinks because of the way we're training is a little different than – um, what I think is good, just that's my opinion. Not, not good as in it's not what they're doing is not valuable because what they're doing works for them. This is a diff- this is my different approach at it. So right now, my approach I'm doing right now is again wrap up real quick and I'm gonna get out of here. It is fast day, slow day, fast day, slow day, fast day, slow day every other day. And right now we're going straight for 23 days. We started this week at the beginning of the week and now we're at the end of the week on Saturday. And that's where we're at, right? When I get in the next couple months, when I get into the actual adding the long distance in, because right now we're doing nothing more than seven, eight miles, right? On easy days, we're doing seven miles easy. 
and we're doing a two mile warm up, four to five mile tempo, and then a mile cool down right now. Nothing too big. And we start building the miles up in the next couple of months. Right now, because the biggest, let's take a step back real quick. The big thing that is missing is too many people that I've seen, I've talked to people face to face, I've read books about these people, I've seen them online, I, all these different, all the different ideas out there. There's some big idea out there that I should run a marathon every month and they're doing it five hour, five, for five hours, which is fine. If that's what you want to do, that's great. But if you really want to go that five-hour marathon down to three, which we all know and it's been proven through studies and people out there that people who run marathons faster get less injured. Not saying if you're a two-hour marathoner, you're going to get less injury than someone five hours. I'm just saying the, the less time you're on your feet and the pounding because – if I, if I run a marathon, I do three hours, and you do four hours. You actually take more steps than I do. You're on your feet longer. There's more pounding on everything. Plus, I'm not even going to get into the fact of your stride length. Is it the right stride length? Are your feet planting on the ground right? All that stuff goes into the account. But anyway, I, I just went off track of where I was going. <laughs> and it's all good, though. So this is what I want to do. So when we start, oh, that's right, building, building, building the um, speed compared to building distance. Okay. So a lot of people want to do these half marathons. I want to do a half marathon in six months. Or I want to do in six months. From now I want to do a marathon. It's fantastic. And then you do it, and it's like three. It's it's four hours or it's five hours or whatever it is. If they want to drop that time an hour, they got to stop doing the high mileage. They got to focus on low, which I think is why most of your people that start in high school doing 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 the uh, three point one. They're doing the 5K, and they do 10K, and then they jump over to the marathon afterwards after doing it in high school and college. They've had that they've had that speed built up from previously, and then they've gone over to switch over to longer runs. If you so my my thought process is if you want to have your times at the at the long distances go down, you gotta focus on the the, the speed work down at lower miles first, and then when that speed gets there, then you start bringing in your Longer distance races, like your long runs and everything. That's my theory right now. That's why I am not doing um, anything more than seven miles right now, seven, eight miles. We're not even going to add long runs until probably five months from now, six months from now, because this is a theory I have. The length, the, it, it only takes about four or five months to build up your tolerance to get your half marathon ready when it comes to adding that one mile, that one long run a week. And I, 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 if, you're, if you're doing every, uh, if you're doing every day, seven, eight miles, six to eight miles a day, and then I, I give you, okay, I'm gonna, I do two more, then I'll give you a nine miles a long run, and then every three to four weeks, I add a mile. Before you know it, you're at 13 miles, 14 miles, and you do your half marathon. Then a couple months later, you do a, a, a full marathon, adding every three to four weeks, you get there. So I'm focusing just on the speed right now. That's why I am doing what I'm doing, and I'm trying to get it in a, a faster, quicker, quicker time frame, which is why. I am not doing speed, fast day, and then doing recovery, easy day, then speed again, four days, three days later. I'm doing every other. Hope this all makes sense. Maybe one day I'll be able to break it down in a book form. But that's what, this is my, my week in review for December 8th from December 2nd to December 8th of 2018. Hope this all made sense. Remember, you can always find me on Running Free. Remember, it's Running Free with JH. I am JH, John Henry. You can find me on, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Now this stuff is going to be, on, is this podcast right here is also going to be YouTube as well. Um, depending on, I'm using Anchor, believe it or not, which is, which is actually, I'm not paid by anybody right now, it's all for me, but it's, it's going out to all the podcast channels out there. I know I'm on Stitcher and Google and iTunes and all that stuff. So you can find me anywhere, but this is a good update and 
also, you can also email me at runningfreewithjh at gmail.com if any questions or you just want to pick a crazy person because it's going to come. There's topics that are coming up in the, in the coming weeks and months that I already have planned out what I want to talk about. That we'll get some, we'll get some dirty stuff. We're talking about mental health because yes, this guy got some crazy stuff up there. Talk about the military. I did many years military, enlisted and officer. And yes, I have. I am one of those 22 vets out there that was homeless, that did commit suicide. Even though I'm still here, I wasn't a successful suicide person. And I, I can explain more things in detail as we get down, down that path. But share this out there if you'd like to, or we just keep this between you and me, or just keep it to myself. Thank you for listening, and this has been a good freaking review. Thank you.